0: It's here. It is finally here. No more talking, no more lists, no more anything season. It is here. Finally, today, Ole Miss will open up fall camp and we can all exhale because football is finally here. You are Locked On Ole Miss. Your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. All right. Hey, I'm Stephen Willis, the Locked On This Podcast. Thank you for making the Locked On On This Podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We appreciate it. Seriously, thank you. We're going to do something a little bit different today. I started thinking about transfers, and everybody knows about the Jackson Darts, the Michael Triggs, the Zach Evans, all of the big-name transfers that Ole Miss gotten. But what about the ones that you're not really thinking of? What are the transfers that we're looking forward to that could take a step this year that we weren't quite expecting? We're going to talk about that a little bit. We're also going to talk about how we're going to handle fall camp. It's going to involve all of our avenues. Across everything, we're going to have the show, we're going to have YouTube shorts, TikTok shorts, um, and the Twitter and Facebook sphere as well. We're going to try and incorporate it all. Um, So it should be a lot of fun. If you've noticed the uptick in videos and everything on our social platforms, that is why. Follow us at the Stephen Willis also on TikTok, On Ole Miss and Positively Ole Miss Facebook group on Facebook, um, Instagram, LO Ole Miss. But we're going to do that starting today because today football season starts. So let's talk about the transfers that maybe you're not thinking of that you probably should. Um, These are really good players, and because of this, All of the Zach Evans, the Jackson Darts, the Michael Triggs, the Mason Brooks, those guys, Aishim Young, J.J. Pegues, Jared Ivey, these guys kind of fell between the cracks. Our first candidate is Jordan Watkins, um, a receiver out of Louisville. I think he's got um, three years to play three at this point. Um, This last season, he had 35 catches, 531 yards. He had five games of over 15 yards average per reception last year. Pretty good. Had a um, huge game, 61 yards, five catches and a touchdown. um, At Florida State, had a 28-yard kickoff return. He went four for 49 um, against Virginia. He um, went four for 62 at Wake Forest. At the end of the year, against Duke and Syracuse and North Carolina State, he had two for 83, which means there was a bomb in there as well. Um, That's where his touchdown was and at the end of the year, he kind of took punt return duties over as well. So it's a possibility you could see him lining up back deep, taking punt returns as well. He's a speed guy. He's an outside burner. It it just gets forgotten because everybody thinks of Jalen Robinson and they think of Malik Heath and they think of all of these guys that are going to be involved in the pass game. But Jordan Watkins falls between the cracks. He just does. He had a decent spring game. He actually played a little bit of slot and that was before Jalen Robinson. I think that what's going to happen is you will see Jordan Watkins move outside. He's got the um, size to do it, I think. He's 5'11", 180. He's not the biggest guy in the world. But, heck, we played 5'6", Cor Pearson out there last year. Um, so it would be a, an improvement in that round. But in the speed factor, there's a chance for double moves to where this guy can make some hay on the outside, especially with Jalen Robinson on the inside. He has a chance to be the dude, especially if Jonathan Mingo's foot isn't exactly right. If Braylon Brown, who is my pick-to-click this year, um, has to move over to that Jaylen, um, that Jonathan Mingo position and take up that slack, he could easily go into an outside wide receiver position. He, I, I like Jordan Watkins. I like his skill set. He is a uh, – let's say he's a cut rate, and this is not an insult at all, Mike Wallace – He's going to be a speed guy. He's going to be a burner on the outside. With the double moves that we like to run, there's going to be at least one or two um, South Carolina clipboard throw type catches with him being that wide open this season. Uh, I expect um, him to be quite productive, but it will be up to Jackson Dart or Luke Altmeyer to make the deep ball effective. We got spoiled with Matt Corral over the last couple of years, and that's going to be an underrated story as we get into fall camp and that will be the deep ball and the ability to make teams pay whenever the double moves win. You don't want to see people overthrow it. You saw that a lot in the spring game. Part of Jackson Dart's struggle in the spring game was not hitting the deep ball. Now, that's, that's the sad, honest truth. If he's just a little bit better, throws catchable balls on the deep passes, we're in good shape. But we'll see exactly How that goes. Jordan Watkins, I'm really excited about him. Like, we started with him today because yesterday we did two defenders. So, I wanted to start with an offensive guy um, as we began our journey with this because, I mean, Jordan Watkins has a chance to be pretty special. And you can line them up to where Jalen Robinson and the outside guy are on the same side of the field and Michael Triggs kind of on the other side, and you can absolutely torture linebackers. And you know, you've heard me talk over and over and over again this offense is all about torturing linebackers. With that kind of speed on the outside, it would be absolutely possible. The only question I have about Jordan Watkins is how would he hold up in the run game. Um, We are going to run the ball a lot this year. Just don't expect us to air raid it out there. Um, I'm expecting 65 plus percent chance of run on a play, but a lot of that is going to depend on how depend on how teams guard our RPOs. It's going to be interesting. I I, I can't wait to see what it looks like. I, but I want to see I don't know Jordan Watkins and Jalen Robinson on the field at the same time. But Jordan Watkins actually really has a chance to do really well starting today. It, it, it just is. But I, I look for him to kind of move into the outside position. I look for J.J. Henry to take that second slot position. But you'll see Jordan Watkins move outside. You'll have Malik Heath and Jonathan Mingo um, as well, as well as Braylon Brown, Brandon Buckhalter. You have a full wide receiver room. It might not be the wide receiver room that's completely proven, but you have some dudes I mean, there's four stars all over the place in there. It's like a four-star heaven. It's just I'm going to be up to them to produce. And we'll see what happens. We'll see how it looks. We'll learn after media day today kind of what it looks like. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of great to be back type speeches. But I think it has a chance to be really, really interesting. Before we move on to the second part of our top underrated, undersung, unsung heroes of the transfer portal, maybe in fall camp that we started with Jordan Watkins in segment one, let's hear a little bit about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all of your favorite sports and even events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. I bet MLS is on there as well. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sporting wagering information. From live in-game betting scores and podcasts, they have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Been a where the game starts. All right, thanks for making the Locked On On Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. Do not forget to rate and review us there as well. You can say whatever you want to say. Just leave a five-star review. We would appreciate it kindly because it would help others find our show on the audio side of the house. So, five-star review. Say whatever you want to say. You can call me a narcissist. You can say whatever's going on. You can do that. All right. So we talked about Jalen Watkins in the first segment, and we're really excited about him. Or Jordan Watkins. I'm sorry. We have so many Jalens on this football team that sometimes I get tongue-tied. I'm sorry. Jordan Watkins. Jalen Robinson. Jalen Knox. Jordan Watkins. So there we go. I just practiced for you. Now, the next one is going to be on the defensive side of the ball. And he was the beneficiary in the spring of Aishem Young getting injured. And by injured, I mean broken jaw and unable to go through spring. It's Ladarius Tennyson. He is an extremely physical player. He is the definition of a box safety. People talk about all the time, what are we going to do defensively? Because we're changing quarterbacks, maybe we're our coordinators, we're going to change to this other defense. No, that's not the way this is going to work. We are still recruiting and bringing players that fit what we do. Now, will he have a four man front because we have a three technique in? Yeah, possibly. That can happen. But the base defense is going to be that three, two, six, that drop eight look because we are recruiting for that. Even the cornerback coaches we hired came from Arkansas, Barry Odom. He is used to coaching this. We are recruiting to this. We are bringing people in that are used to coaching it. If we switch away from it, it's almost suicidal at this point. That is my point. Because you have players designed to fit this system. You have coaches brought in to coach this system. And you try to coach something else. It could be problematic. Now, you could have a package for different players. Like we talked about J.J. Pegues being a three technique. You could have a four-man Offensive line. We don't have many three techniques on this team, but he is one of them. Um, he can do that. He, he's going to do some nose guard stuff, but it, it could allow you to do some 4 two, five type stuff in a package. But you would have to take your best players off the field because the best players right now are in the secondary. The best unit on this team is probably the secondary. And that goes from cornerbacks, which we talked about already and position groups, and top freshmen that could break through. Cornerbacks hit both of them. But Ladarius Tennyson is a safety. And he's a box safety, and he's a damn good one. He is a Jake Spr- Springer-type player. He's going to be around the line of scrimmage. Extremely Physical. He is going to either spill or push back in whatever has to um, be done on a defensive play. It's going to be important for this defense to work to have players like Ladarius Tennyson, like Aishim Young. You're going to see them build up our box safeties. Now, these guys are also... I don't know. I don't know what the word is. They can play multiple safety positions because in our safety defense there's probably three different positions. You might call them all safeties, but there's three different positions. You have a box safety. Those are the guys that are on, are near the line of scrimmage. Whenever you see a safety that's lining up there and playing uh, really an outside linebacker position, that is what I mean. You have a strong safety, which Otis Reese has on lockdown right now. And you have a free safety, which A.J. Finley has on lockdown right now. So you have a bunch of people but they do all have the ability to move around because their starting position does not need to give away with the whole defense. If the quarterback can go out there and look and see where A.J. Finley is and know that they're in cover two, he automatically knows which receiver to go to because most plays come in, they have a one-beater and they have a two-beater. Either one of those, either a corner or, um, or something in the seams because on one side, some offenses have half – half the field one way, half the field with another, so no play is going to be a wasted play, and the quarterback's read and progression is based off of what the defense is playing. Well, the whole goal of this defense is to confuse the quarterback. The windows are going to be small anyway, but you want people to line up in a way that they can kind of confuse the quarterback. So he can go to the wrong side of the field, so they can bust a play here, he can bust a play there. They're human. They're 18, 19, 20-year-old kids, they make mistakes. So the goal with high school defense is to force those mistakes. Make them hand off on an obvious pass read. Make them pass the ball on an obvious run read. Make the defense be where he's not expecting them to be. All of this stuff isn't difficult. It isn't something that, that is that really Mind-blowing. It's not going to. This knowledge is not going to break the internet. The whole job of the defense is to put players in position to where the quarterback doesn't think they're going to be. Ladarius Tennyson and his ability to move around and play those extra positions is going to help do that. Ladarius Tennyson um, ended up with four and a half tackles for loss. Had two and a half against Mississippi State. He had one against Texas A&M. Um, ended up with 15 tackles on the year. A, a legit physical player. He probably wasn't a fit in that Derrick Mason defense, but he was a legit physical player. The other player that a lot of what I just talked about will fit for him as well is Deshaun Jerkins from Vanderbilt. Now, everybody thinks about Vandy and they're like, okay, Vanderbilt, yeah, okay. Well, Vandy might have been bad, but that doesn't mean they ha- didn't have good players. Jerkins ended up with 42 tackles last year. He ended up with three interceptions, picked off a pass at Florida, at South Carolina, and against Mississippi State, just back-to-back weeks. He had this really great week where he was showing up over and over and over again. Then Kentucky, Ole Miss, and Tennessee happened, and you know that was an overmatched defense at that point. But you have a singular player that has the ability to make plays. Again, in that safety family of three positions, and he has the ability to play multiple ones. It's a thing. When it comes to safeties, whenever they hire that, they're going to have really good ball skills. They're going to be able to play multiple positions. You're not going to be able to pick out the defense by where they line up. And you'll see that more and more this year. Chris Partridge... um, is from that Michigan school, that Jabril Peppers school. And their secondary always moved up. Jabril lined up all over the place and caused problems for teams. He knows that. So within this 3-2-6, they're going to find a way to position them to start with to confuse the quarterback. And on the defensive line, those guys are going to work. They're going to go to work. And honestly, he should go to work. It is absolutely ridiculous. In Mississippi, this is the defensive line capital of the world. We finally have a three-deep at defensive line. And the first time in my life. Um, I talked about Xavier Harris yesterday. I do look for him at nose guard to um, work his way onto the field. If he shows up in any semblance of shape, he's a big dude. But if he does... He has a chance to be special in the future. It might not be a this year type thing. It could be a next year type thing. But Deshaun Jerkins, Madarius Tennyson, and um, Jordan Watkins are my unders, under, unsung, underrated transfers to remember in fall camp today. Should be a lot of fun. Anyway, when we come back from the short break, we will tell you how we are going to cover Camp. We will talk about that a little bit. We're going to use all of our avenues. So we'll tell you exactly how to subscribe and what the address is. But um, we are going to do certain things in certain places and certain things elsewhere. So we're going to do that over and over again. We'll tell you how to find all of the stuff that you need to find in just a second. All right, thanks for making the Lockdown On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell for, up, um, for notifications and new videos going up, which happens a ton. And, of course, up above, above the video itself. We would appreciate that. If we get to 2,000 subscribers before the Troy game, we will be doing a live pregame show. Um, any, either way... If we don't hit 2,000, we're going to do what we're calling a 10-minute pregame show. And we'll release those on our show. social platforms as well. My goal is to be everywhere, to almost be annoying that you can see this stuff everywhere. I want it to be as easy to find as possible. I want it to be almost uh, amoeba-like in the way that content you know spreads out. That's my goal. I'm not in this to make a ton of money. All right, really, any money? Um, so that gives me the ability to do stuff like this. I mean, if if I was trying to make money, I would like do everything rigidly on the Locked On Ole Miss channel. Um, but that, as you can see, that's not necessarily the case. But um, as the football season goes on, if you decided you wanted a local ad for your company on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. DM me on Twitter. My Twitter address is right there. Um, And I will get the sales department um, to set something up. I'm not involved in that at all. But if you want a local ad, we can do that. So, you know, just shoot me a DM at that. I will forward it to the sales department and we can do that. But like I said, I'm not totally interested in making a ton of money. It'd be them that sets the price and everything going on. But I am happy to read your stuff. All right. The way we were going to cover fall camp, it's going to be interesting, honestly. Um, We are going to do the show, the daily show. First listen will be right here. Tune in right here. You can check out the first listen of the day. We'll talk about the big picture storylines. We will rehash the previous day's practice. Um, It'll all be there at, you know, 7 in the morning, Central 6, or 6 in the morning Central, 7 in the morning Eastern, right here. That's fine. Well, somebody asked me, well, what about news? And I know we don't necessarily do news. I don't want to be news. I don't want to be on the time, time constraints. I don't have any love for deadlines. But sometimes people tell us stuff. Actually, more times than you'll ever know. They'll just pop on and just you know talk about it. That's how we found out about Ashanti Strong last year as being a pusher and a real competitor for a potential starting job um, was through basically tips in the spring. But if I get tips like that, we are going to release them on our social platforms. That would be Twitter and Facebook at the Stephen Willis. So give it a follow, make sure you're doing that because we are going to release it there. We are also gonna be releasing videos of top five lists. We're going to do future rebels. We're going to do breakdowns of the transfers on our TikTok page, on our YouTube shorts page. We will handle that as well to go with the 60 second, um, the one minute sports cast, we'll do that as well. Altogether, this could be the most comprehensive following of a school that you've ever had. Today on TikTok, I did like eight or nine videos. So if you're interested in doing that with as little time commitment as possible I mean, it's gotten to the point where you just do not need to pay for information about Ole Miss. If news breaks and within five minutes, it'll be on Twitter. That's just the way it is. Unless you are just a person that um, views friends on a message board, there's not really a need to do it. I've, I've been off of them for two or three years. I'm a member of one just because um, I want to make sure that Chuck Roundsville and everything... Is okay. I absolutely respect him, but I don't follow them for news. I don't read their articles. I don't do their message board. I'm basically just a subscriber to the mess to the to their website. So it's nothing against them. It's just that I view this in a way. If, you, if I was another one doing exactly what everybody else was doing, there'd be no need for me. I'd get lost in the shuffle. I would be the other guys, basically. But what separates me is kind of my knowledge of what's going on. And my ability to read the storylines that are actually coming from it. Because I've been in that building. I know what's going on in fall camp because I've done it. Others don't have that ability. Everything they're doing is off of a press conference question that may or may not be true. The answer to it. Practice is pretty well closed down. The Lane Kiffin is in a very much a tug of war, but he's kind of winning on the comings and going of his current program with boosters. So not much information gets out. But he has to kind of give them something because he needs the boosters to play the NIL game a little bit. But not a lot is getting out, is my point. So you need a translator. You need to hear what's going on. You need to see what's going on. And you need somebody to tell you what is actually happening. And that's where I see myself living. That's the reason we do commentary and perspectives on this channel. If you get enough perspectives on this channel, it's going to be the most balanced of all the channels um, talking about Ole Miss. Commentary, yeah, I'm, I'm doing commentary. The, you, yeah, anybody that does a radio show does commentary. We do not do news. We don't want to be branded as news because of what that means. And this isn't a negative thing towards any person. Don't tell them that. But when you brand yourself as, ner- as news, everything is done on a time clock. Everything is based off a current story that is breaking. Your whole life is based around a deadline. I do not want that. I don't think people really care about that. Like tomorrow either the offensive or defensive coordinator is going to speak. I'm going to record it. I'm going to use it as a content item. It might release Thursday. It might release Friday. It might release over the weekend. I don't know. Because what's more important? What they said, which is really, let's be honest, not a whole bunch. Or when they said it. So, Whenever you see me and i are like, what is Steve doing? He doesn't make any sense. This is, this is absolutely crazy. Well, what's, what I'm doing is I'm creating my own niche in following Ole Miss sports. I don't want to be based around news. I do not want to be based around time deadlines. I do not want to be based around a timeline. I want to be based around what you're talking about. What's important to you? I want to be based off of what my opinion is around the team. I want to be based around bringing opinions in that might contradict what I'm saying. That is what I want the Locked On Ole Miss podcast to be. I do not want it to be around news. I want it to be based off of what you're talking about. The things that are important to you. And a police blotter at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Friday, unless it's a starting quarterback, doesn't interest you. What does interest you is who is going to be successful for my team. Tell me about the quarterback competition. Did Lane Kiffin speak today? So we're going to set up our coverage around that. Should be a lot of fun. I'm having a blast. Most people look at this as a job of something they have to do. I don't. This is amazing. This is so much fun. And I realize that most people do not have the ability to do this. And I am unbelievably blessed to be able to do this. But because I'm unbelievable, unbelievably blessed to be able to do this, I can do it my way. And do it because I don't have to chase dollars. I do not have to chase subscribers. I don't have to chase any of that. If you don't like it, I'm sorry you did not enjoy the free content. Because this isn't going to cost you a dime. Ever. Not going to cost you a cent. And it should be a lot of fun. Anyway, participate in the comment section below. Upvote the video. And, of course, today is the beginning of fall camp. Today is a truly, truly great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.